Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what you want. I'm your host, Kayleen Elise. My intention is to offer deep breaths and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. I'm here to help you listen to your intuition, trust your inner wisdom, and act with inspiration. Let's get to it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to 2023. I am back, y'all. Welcome to season seven. Welcome to episode 138. I am Kayleen Elise Seuss, your host of the Celebrate Cultivate podcast. I'm an intuition coach and a mom of three. And I have just returned in this exact moment from a semi-unintentional three-month hiatus on the podcast, but I'm back. And I keep saying that I'm easing into 2023. It's March. So, you know, I'm still easing into it. (laughs) And I want to just come right out the gate and say that if you are feeling like, oh my goodness, where has time gone? How is it already March? I understand. I'm right there with you. It is an interesting time and space in my life, and maybe it is in yours as well. I have a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and an almost one-and-a-half-year-old. We have just been through so much sickness and you know, everyday common colds and illness, another round of COVID in our home, just, you know, everything that is perfectly developmentally appropriate and normal for a collection of little humans growing their immune systems. And yet still so shocking, surprising to my mind and to my husband's mind of like, oh my goodness, somebody else is sick. Somebody else has a fever. We got to order more boogie wipes. Like I feel like every time we turn the corner, we are disappointed and surprised by another round of sickness. And I'm learning all you experienced, uh, you know, mothers and parents of teenagers or even older children, maybe you remember these days, but I am learning to allow the ebbs of my life. So the ebbs and the flows, you know, when things are slowing down and getting still, and then when things are flowing and and, in complete alignment, I think there's so much focus in our society and on social media and just the way that children of the 80s, present party included, were raised (laughs) in 90s probably too, of just go, 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 produce, 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 fast, 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 more, more, more. And there is this perception that that is achievable and that is possible. And so many of us have gone through burnout and have navigated those kind of things in career. I know I have. And then I I come into the arena of motherhood 
kind of expecting that I've learned some of my lessons and that I know who I am and I have this beautiful practice of connecting to my intuition and cultivating calm and all of these things. And then like the same thing keeps happening where people in my house get sick. I have to cancel everything that I have on my calendar. And I am both like heartbroken that my kids are sick and then also just like so frustrated and over it because I want to get back to my life. And the humbling wisdom that has come through my intuition and has just like smacked me upside the face is that this is my life. There's no life to get back to when my quote unquote life gets put on hold when my kids are sick, that that is just a part of my life right now. And it is not something that you can put on your agenda, like put on your calendar in advance, right? We can't plan for our kids to get another round of something, but we can tune into our ability and our power to remain flexible and to come into the present moment. Because in the present moment, there really isn't an issue with the fact that I'm dropping everything to rock my baby for two hours because he just cannot settle and cannot get comfortable, which is an uncommon. He's like super, super easy to put down. And gosh, what a gift that has been after it not being the case with some of my other children. And so, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm coming in here unscripted, no notes ahead of me, just really wanting to say, hi, I've missed you. I've missed the podcast. I'm still here. I'm still working as an intuition coach and supporting my clients and supporting myself. And also this thing called the podcast, the Celebrate Cultivate podcast has had to take a little bit of a back burner and gosh, that is not a failing by any mark. That is just me taking care and allowing and honoring the ebbs of my life as they have been lately. And I am really hopeful that in having a little bit more transparency and in telling you what's happening, that you will be able to feel less alone when you are in a lull or an ebb in your life and feeling like, oh, why can't I keep it all together? Why can't I do it all? And I mean, I'm just, I want you to know it's okay not to do it all. And I've really come from a long history as myself being somebody who always does a lot and, you know, tries to really, I'm a high achieving high performer, you know, a, a collegiate athlete. I have all of these different kind of stories of my life up until this point that have really proven that I, I can do a lot. And I do a lot. So it isn't to say that I should, you know, earn any sort of badge for that. I mean, so much of my life's practice in the last many years has been letting go and allowing and learning to say no and learning to listen to my intuition and, you know, coming upon things like human design and discovering that I'm a projector a few years ago. That was like whew, a big aha moment for me because uh, it was like, oh, okay. So this thing called human design, if you're not familiar with it, I have a, a whole 
article on my website that I'll link to in the show notes for today's episode that you can go check it out and learn more. But I have a feeling some of you are already familiar with human design, so I won't repeat too much, but it is like the Enneagram and astrology and all of these other ways of seeing personalities and categorizing and informing us and having that internal exploration of, of who we are in the world and what our gifts are, but also what are the areas where maybe we need a little bit more support. And projectors do not have a consistent source of energy. They don't wake up every day with like a full tank that they can run to empty at the end of every day. And the other thing that's interesting about projectors is that they can sometimes be perceived as very pushy when they're not invited in to share their wisdom or their gifts. And so one of the opportunities for a projector is to wait for invitations, wait for recognition and acknowledgement. And they can, I can do their own thing, explore what's interesting and lights them up and share that exploration with the world, with their communities. And then through that sharing, the invitations grow. And so it's really interesting because in the past few months, I have been exploring and cultivating, and I haven't been sharing very much. And it's been a quiet time, but I'm back and I really am feeling called to share in uh, maybe some fresh new ways. We might be switching some things up around here. Today, I'm coming to you in a very familiar way that I have come to you in many podcast episodes before. Can you believe that this is episode 138, by the way? We're starting a fresh season for 2023. So like I said, this is season seven. And I think moving forward, I'm just going to name each year a season. I've done different approaches in the past, but I just as an aside, I think we're just going to do season seven is 2023 and we will have season eight in 2024. That's what I'm thinking right now, at least. But regardless, whatever, it doesn't matter. I do see some opportunities for me to kind of switch things up, shift things around and bring new information and and perhaps a different way. But ultimately today, what I really want to just like, ooh, share in, in total like honoring of what is true for me right now and what perhaps is true for you is that as we shift from winter to spring, which happens in March, the spring equinox is coming. When that happens, we kind of start to, it's like a seesaw or like a, a tipping point, right? Of like, okay, we're spring's here, at least in Austin, Texas, where I live, it's getting to be really warm and beautiful already. And all of the blooms are blooming and it, we've had some freezes and some really scary weather, you know, like we have the past few winters and we've survived all of that. And now things are looking beautiful and it's like, okay, spring's here, but we, but we haven't finished winter yet. And so there's kind of this like pull and this momentum towards the flow. If we're talking about the ebb and the flow, the, the quiet and the, the loud or the, the soft and still and the like busy and go, go, go. There's this momentum and this energy and this pull into spring because it's like, oh my gosh, it's here and it's so gorgeous and so beautiful and I just want to be outside and do spring things and be in the spring and wear spring clothes and spring, 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 spring. 
But it is still winter. And so can we stay grounded in the ebb and the quiet and the rest and the support of winter while also honoring and being excited about what lies ahead in spring? And sometimes we have to straddle the two, right? Like I know many moms, uh, especially a handful of the folks that are in the season sessions, my membership program, they are already having to make plans for summer, myself included. We're like trying to figure out our travel plans. We're trying to get the kids in camps. We're thinking about, okay, we're basically planning our whole life into like the middle of August. <laughs> and it isn't even, it's just the beginning of March, right? Like it's actually still winter according to the seasons. And we are making plans that take us all the way through the middle of August. Oh goodness. And no wonder we feel overwhelmed and kind of derailed when the kids get sick and things happen and schedules have to shift and all of that. It's because we're really trying to to span so much time and make so many plans. So if you're feeling that way, I invite you to explore and consider and support the pieces of you that are still in that winter energy and that winter mode and needing rest, needing nourishment, needing grounding and the support and connection of your intuition. So if you don't already have a practice of connecting to your intuition, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. And thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. If it's your first episode or if you've listened to all of them and still aren't tuning into your intuition, then goodness gracious, oh my goodness, what an opportunity. Let's get into it. Your inner voice, your intuition is that well of wisdom inside of you. And everybody has intuition and everybody's intuition is strong, is wise, is incredible. However, we don't all have the practice and the support to connect to that voice of wisdom within. And there is this piece of everyone that has emotional beanbags is what Bella Lively calls them, if you're familiar with her work, or what Eckhart Tolle calls the emotional pain body. But beanbags or emotional pain body are just like stick-trapped, sticky emotions. There are these pieces within us that are like holding on to events, moments, feelings from our lives. It can be really basic and mundane, or it can be super significant. And maybe even just mentioning it, you know, there is a sore spot within you energetically, emotionally that you're like, oh yes, that moment really caused some emotional stuff to get stuck into me. Right. So it's like everyday little itty bitty things. And then just like the big heavy stuff you already are totally aware of. So this gets in us, right? And unless we have a practice of flowing through that energy and releasing it, acknowledging it, feeling it, and there's a bunch of different kinds of practices out there, right? Unless we are in the action of doing that on a regular basis, even if you hear your inner voice, even if you know what your inner voice has to say, you will have a really hard time trusting it, (laughs) believing it, implementing that wisdom in your life, because the mind 
has that attachment to those emotions and trusts those emotions as absolute truth beyond what the inner voice has to say. And so we can kind of see in life these like similar patterns playing out and you can kind of run yourself round and round in circles and your mind will be like, oh, I know this is a problem, but I don't know how to fix it. And that's the truth. That's 100% the truth. If the mind knew how to fix the problem, it would have already fixed it. But you have this whole other source of wisdom and intelligence and insight within you known as your intuition and your inner voice and your awareness that is you. And these are the pieces that can help you release those emotions that are safe and ready to be released. You never have to go hunting for them. You never have to like go try to find them and dig them out. Um, It's sort of like even just like a pimple that's really ready to pop. Like sometimes just a little, (laughs) little extra nudge is all it needs, right? But if you like really go looking for it, you don't need to do that. So the emotions that are safe and ready to be released you can help them release either in a session with somebody like me, or there's, again, you know, there's other practices out there. So you already have something wonderful. I'm so happy for you. And after you learn how to do this practice, you can absolutely do it on your own. But to bring it back to kind of the topic of today's episode, which is allowing the ebbs and flows of life, mostly the ebbs in today's conversation, I personally have flowed through some pretty significant beanbags, some emotional energies that were sticky and stuck within me. And as I have released those emotions, acknowledged them, felt them, allowed them to be, I have found a lot more peace in allowing the ebbs. Like, I mean, honestly, I would never have been somebody that was okay with taking a slightly unplanned three-month break from the podcast and not telling you, not emailing you, and not apologizing. Like, I don't think I have apologized. And I, if I, if I did apologize, that wasn't my intention. I'm not sorry for being away from the podcast, but I missed you and I'm so happy to be back, but I'm not sorry. And I in past versions of me many, many years ago, I would have been profusely sorry and embarrassed for kind of dropping off. And instead, I feel very empowered and also excited that I'm hoping one or two or maybe a hundred of you will hear this and say, oh yeah, like it's totally okay for me to prioritize and for certain things to just take the back burner. It doesn't mean anything bad about me. It doesn't mean that I suck, (laughs) that I can't manage my time effectively. It doesn't mean I can never come back to XYZ thing. It just means you just put it on pause and that's totally fine. We are allowed to do that. And so releasing those emotions, releasing that energy can create so much space within you for that trust and that connection to your inner voice to really anchor in and to feel like that's the thing within you that's true, not the trauma and the drama and the mind stories about things that have happened to you in the past. So the allowing the ebbs of life right now for me looks like I am, 
easing back into things like the podcast. I am working one-on-one with clients. I am doing the season session still. So if you're interested in joining that, now is a beautiful time to step in because we're right at the beginning stages of shifting from winter to spring. So you really get like all of that seasonal energy coming in whenever you join at this point in time. And I'm also getting back into exercising. I found a Pilates studio that's really close to me that I absolutely adore. And I found so much like strength and embodiment in that practice, which you know, I've, I'm, I was an athlete, but I've taken many years off from, from hard workouts and I've dealt with a lot of pain and injuries. And what it's so interesting is I've kind of learned to, in the times when my back has been really hurt in the last several years, the inactivity has really not helped. So what will happen typically is like I take So this is kind of interesting in light of our conversation about allowing the ebbs of life. I've had times in the last several years where whatever has happened has happened and my back is hurt. Normally it doesn't like, there isn't an incident that causes the back pain. It is actually like, I'll just wake up and it hurts. And I don't, I can't pinpoint like why. And in the pain, I do less. And then in doing less physically, because I'm in pain, there is more pain that is caused. So it's like really tricky. And for, I mean, six months at the beginning of last year, I was in so much pain and I was going to every expert that I knew and trusted and had worked with before to help me find relief from this pain. And the thing that actually helped me come to a conclusion, help me come to a resolution was not going to all the experts, leaving my body alone for a little while, and then easing my way back into exercise. And so that was like, there was no grand resolution either, right? Like no inciting incident, nothing that actually fixed it. It was just like going inward, being like, okay, maybe I don't actually need to go to the chiropractor and go to PT and go to acupuncture and go to my private Pilates sessions, like all of these things I was doing, which was exhausting me and nothing felt good to like stop poking at my body, take a breath, go for walks, and then slowly regain my strength. And so I'm on the other side of that. But recently my back started hurting again. It was after my whole, well, half of my family got COVID again, myself included, me and the two youngest got COVID and I was at home with both of them taking care of them. So I wasn't going to work out and I was allowing the ebb (laughs) and then I got hurt and my back was hurting. And instead of freaking out and like stopping everything, I found time to go to Pilates almost more. And I didn't like push myself. I wasn't doing like the hardest workouts ever, but I was moving my body, allowing the ebb. Like this isn't the most flowy situation ever. Like I was allowing the pain. I wasn't making the pain bad, but I also wasn't stopping everything to just be in pain. Does that make sense? So I'm hoping that some of this is resonating. I'm hoping that it's landing where it needs to land and that it is an invitation to you to explore the areas in your life where your mind or the momentum of what's around you is kind of trying to pull you forward 
but really you're in a lull or you're in an ebb. And how can you allow you to be you right where you are in the season you're in with whatever's happening in your life, in your family, in your business, beyond any of those areas and categories of life? Just look and think about like, where are you in an ebb? And are you allowing it or are you resisting it? Are you fighting it? Are you making it wrong? Are you, you know, really just like trying to struggle your way out of it? And how can you release? How can you allow? How can you breathe into it? And coming to your inner voice can be a really helpful way to allow the ebbs in life because your inner voice, your intuition is this source of just wisdom and calm within you where... When things are sticky and tricky and you're like, ah, what's going on? (sighs) Exhale, exhale, exhale. (sighs) Breathe those thoughts out and bring your awareness to that place within you where you've heard wisdom before. It's usually in your chest or in your gut somewhere, just like in, go in, 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 in. And I always think of like a drawing downward because as you draw that awareness downward, it's like floating away from the mind's thoughts and exhaling really helps. So blowing the air out really helps go deeper in your awareness. And closing your eyes is also very helpful, although not totally necessary, but it is very helpful to close the eyes, draw the awareness down, 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 down. And you don't even have to ask a question. Some people think you have to, like, what is the right question to ask my inner voice? You don't even have to ask a question. You can just listen. You might hear rest. You might hear ease. You might hear release. You might hear orange. There's so many different things that you might hear and they might make you giggle. They might make you say, what? And you can certainly ask your inner voice a question. You could say, how can I allow this ebb in my life? What is even an ebb inner voice? If I ask my inner voice right now, what is an ebb? Let's see what it has to say. An ebb appears to be a pause, but that isn't completely true. The ebb is a space for growth, for quiet, the space between planting the seed and seeing the bloom. There is activity, there are things happening beneath the surface, but no action is required of you. The ebbs are not a time to avoid or a time to seek. They are a time to just allow it to be. You do not need to fear the ebb. It isn't wrong. It is good and true, just like you. The ebbs do not last forever. 
They come and they go up and down, around, they flow. Yes, the ebbs flow just like the flows flow. And there is a lot of focus on the flow, the movement, the forward action taking. But the ebbs are so beautiful too, to rest and let work be done for you. Okay. <laughs> so that's what my inner voice has to say about ebbs. I'm curious what yours has to say. If you want to send me a message on Instagram, I'm at Kayleen Elise. Or you can email me. I'm hello at Kayleen Elise. You can also come to my website, KayleenElise.com. Those are all linked in the show notes. So you can just click the app that you're listening to right now and click on those links and, and come find me. Come connect with me. Right now, I'm excited about a few things that are around the corner. A week from today, so Thursday, March 9th, we're going to start 21 Days to Intuition as a community. So this is a free guide that I offer to help you practice connecting with your intuition for 21 days. So for three weeks, and we're going to start on March 9th. And every day, there's a new prompt. It's simple. It's easy. It's accessible. It's something to help encourage that intuitive connection without like a lot of heavy lifting, right? Um, it is a nice entry point if you are new to this work, but it's also really, really, really nice practice if you've been doing it for a long time and you just want to feel guided. Sometimes it's just nice to hand the reins over to somebody else and just follow and tune inward. So you're not doing what I tell you to do. You are simply just connecting to your intuition on topics that I suggest as we flow through these 21 days. So that'll be coming soon. Please join me. Stay tuned. It's going to be so lovely and fun. And even if you've done 21 days to intuition before, you can join this because I'm revising some of the experience in the studio, which is my online platform. So if for basically everyone, it's going to be a newer experience. So come on in. I would love to have you. And then if you are looking to support yourself more and tune into your intuition more, have access to calm, be okay with where you are and have clarity about what to do next, then give yourself the gift of intuition. This is a one hour session with me where we do it feels like a guided meditation, but it is an intuitive inquiry into your inner voice to help you access your inner wisdom and get the answers to the questions that you have. So I'm not telling you again what to do. You are learning from yourself, from your inner voice, what is good and true for you. That's called the gift of intuition. You can book a session through my website. I have spots available right now. And again, it is perfect for people who have been doing this for a while and just want to have that check-in and that support. But especially for folks that are totally new to this, I hold your hand, I guide you through. And so many of my clients say that they just feel so calm and supported and relaxed all from their inner wisdom in just one hour session. And then if you're like really wanting that connection, 
all year long through all of the seasons of life, then the season sessions is exactly perfect for you. This is my one-year coaching membership where you get private sessions with me, you get community access, and you have a whole suite of resources to help you connect to your intuition every day. So it's really beautiful. So many of the members that have gone through this past year of the season sessions have said how much it has helped them change their own lives. And for some people, it's been like big sweeping changes. And then for other people, the the data of their life looks exactly the same, but the way that they feel is totally different. So if you're looking for a shift in energy, if you're looking for self-care that really means something, then the season sessions is for you. All right, that's it for the first episode of season seven of 2023. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and for being here with me. This is what I want you to know. You are doing so well. You are guided on the path to your desires. So stay curious, watch for magic, keep listening to your intuition, play with trusting the beautiful wisdom you receive. And when you act, let inspiration flow through you, even in the smallest ways. Thank you so much for listening. Visit KayleenElise.com for links and notes from today's episode connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Kayleen Elise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.